and welcome along to another bonus preview edition of the Jersnet Weekly Podcast, a totally free and independent Rangers podcast made by fans for fans. And as we know, the uh, free content doesn't just stop with the podcast, but if you head over to our website at www.jersnet.co.uk, you'll find all sorts of great content, including the very friendly discussion forum, some articles, a history archive, some social media match previews, reviews, all sorts of stuff over there. So please do head over to the website. If you're joining us live, it's just gone 9pm on Wednesday, the 29th of September. And thank you very much for giving up your, your Wednesday evening. Please do give us your questions, your comments and your thoughts in the YouTube chat box there. And if you want to keep us up to date with the Champions League scores, that would be very much appreciated as well. Um, if you're not joining us live, the podcast is always available for download the following morning. Uh, that's on Acast, iTunes, YouTube, Castbox, Stitcher and also on Spotify. So please do give us a like and a subscribe. We're here to talk about the uh, the game tomorrow in the Europa League, the second round of fixtures in our group, uh, which is Rangers away at Sparta Prague. Rangers touchdown in the Czech capital this afternoon. Uh, and by all accounts, it looks like it'll be a, a really closely fought and entertaining contest tomorrow. So we're here to, to look ahead to that. Uh, and I've got two excellent guests lined up to do so. First of all, joining me, uh, Gary, it's only been a couple of days since we last spoke. It's Gary Valentine. How are you keeping, Gary? Yeah, not bad. Fantastic. You've got, uh, I, I take it you're not on babysitting duty tomorrow at, at, at 5 to 6 p.m.? Uh, no, I'm fine now. Excellent. No, I'm glad to hear it. Subject to change. Yeah, that's the, always the way, always the way. Um, Gary will be coming in uh, in a few moments' time, but first of all, we will be talking uh, with uh, our correspondent from Prague, and, and judging by his, his webcam, it looks like he's coming to us from the Sparta dressing room. We're very privileged to have uh, Jan Stasny from the Spartanski Novini website. Uh, Jan, thank you so much for giving up your time. Uh, how are you and how's things in Prague? Hello guys, good evening. Thanks for having me. Uh, weather is very good in Prague. It's it's not that cold uh, as it was last year. <laughs> yeah. <I heard. laughs> so it's pretty good. Excellent. I'm glad to hear it. Now, um, Sparta is undoubtedly one of the, the sort of famous old historic names of, of European football and a really rich and storied history. Um, but I think in recent times, as Rangers fans, we kind of owe your club a little bit of thanks for what you managed to do to Celtic last season. Still one of the most entertaining uh, rounds of fixtures that I've ever seen, given how your squad was decimated with COVID at the time uh, and still managed to turn them over. So from from me and from all of the Rangers family, thank you to Sparta Prague for uh, for humiliating them so comprehensively. It was, uh, it was great to watch. Anytime. Super. Um, well, Jan, since you've given up your time, we'll, we'll spend the first 10, 15 minutes of the show um, looking at Sparta and, and, and the threats that they could pose us and, and, and any insight you can you can give us as Rangers fans. I guess the first question that we have for you is, um, and this is for anyone, by the way, I should say, who's not headed over already to the Jersnet website, where there's a really, really fantastic preview article written by Jan. It's, it's really worth a read. But, but Jan, for anyone who's not seen that yet, could you maybe give us some insight into the, the style of play that, that Sparta are likely to bring tomorrow? So our current coach is Pavel Verba, a former coach of Victoria Pilsen or Czech national team. He Everywhere he goes, he basically delivers this, or he wants to play the same style, which is 2-4-3-1, every time the same, never changes. I don't expect to change uh, tomorrow either. Um, he his the style of play. He always wants to be attacking. His kind of mentality is that if if you score more than you concede, you're still gonna win. Uh, so obviously we love that. Everybody loves that, right? But to be fair, we haven't really shown that recently. Even though if you look at our last result away uh, against Lean, which is which we won five two, might 
you might think that we're, we are still going like 100% tag and stuff, but it, it's not the case, unfortunately. Uh, we had many injuries, uh, many injured players, many key players are injured right now. And it's it's a big question mark of who's going who's gonna, to who's gonna play. So actually, when I wrote that piece, I, I wrote some expected lineup the way as I expected the time, but today on the, on the open training for press and on the press conference, uh, Pavel Vroba mentioned that there might be some surprise. So some injured player might come into play. Uh, I don't know who's going to be because, you know, we have so many, but uh, probably the most uh, famous name, I would say in our current squad, uh, Bozek Dočkal, former, our captain and former captain of the national team of the Czech Republic. Uh, he was, uh, he was training and without any, any, anything, he, he trained hundred percent. So that could be potentially one of the players to, to come in to play after, after some time, but we will see uh, tomorrow. It's uh, when you say a, a team that likes to attack and likes to score more goals, given that um, I guess the shakiness and the fragility that our defence has, has shown so far this season, uh, plus the news that we that we received in the last few hours that probably our key talismanic centre back Connor Goldson didn't even travel to to to, uh, to Prague this afternoon, it, it kind of fills me with a little bit of worry, I guess. Um, in terms then of, of key players and key threats and, and the areas of strength of, of, of Sparta, um, would you say then that your, your best players are the attacking players, your creative players, or is it a, a strong and resolute defence? For sure, uh, our attacking is our strength. Uh, although if you look at the names in our in our back, uh, in the defence line, we don't have bad names. We have Andrzej Cieluska, Czech national team player. We have uh, David Hansko, Slovakian national team player. Uh, you know, so they're not bad names. But again, it's a question of how we're gonna put the defense uh, back together. If Polidar is 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 uh, is fine, and we can have uh, Hansko and uh, Cieluska as, as a two centre backs, that's basically the the biggest strength for us. So that could be very interesting. Uh, question mark will be on the right back, uh, where it's usually the Windheim or Wiesner. We will see uh, most probably Windheim, which is he's not for sure a bad player, but uh, he's very good on a forward, not so good in, in in defense. So that could be that could be interesting. And the same goes for Wiesner. So it doesn't really matter who's going to be there, but that side it can be a bit tricky for us. In the forward line, yes, we have the I would say our generation talent, Adam Hlozek. Uh, I, I think uh, when I did a podcast with uh, with Brent Bifens, uh, they mentioned that they they bought Holosek uh, in fantasy in a football manager story, and that he did amazing things. And yes, indeed, he he is an incredible talent. Um, however, in the style of Pavel Verbaber, he's a lone striker in a two four three one. I'm not hundred percent sure that that's that's the best uh, that that it suits him the best. Uh, so far, he he kind of. Okay, he scored some goals, I think two or three, uh, and he was a bit unlucky. Like uh, in the game against Monaco, he scored a regular goal, but it was disallowed due, uh, due to offside, which wasn't. But anyway, the goal, you know, uh, was 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 taken away. Um, so we'll see how he's going to do. What I would say for sure is very interesting uh, to watch is our wingers. Uh, 
We have uh, Jakub Beshek uh, playing uh, on, on one of the wings. He can play on both. They both are very versatile, so they can switch during the game. doesn't matter. Jakub Beshek, maybe Scottish fans remember him uh, in the game Czech Republic against Scotland, the game where we were beaten by the COVID and we had to form the team within like one or two days. So Jakub Beshek, that time he was not yet in Sparta. He was still in the Berets. But he was there and he scored the, the one and only goal that, that we that we managed to score against you. <clears throat> so he's gonna be and he's he's a very, very good offensive player. He has numbers as well in, in nine games. He scored four goals. So not bad at all. And on the other side, we will have most probably Lukas Haraslin, a Slovakian national uh, international player. Very, very fast. And he he also scored a goal now. So he, he kind of you know improved his um his self-esteem. And on the bench, you have uh, David Meber Carlson, who if, if if it is his day and if he wants to really perform 100 percent he's the best winger in our Czech League by far. He's not on 100% of his form right now. That's why most probably he's going to be a substitute, but he's still a very, very dangerous player. And for us, it, it can be very interesting to see when we, if he's going to be really on the bench and he's going to come in later on to see how he does with a maybe a little bit tired uh, defense. That could be a very, very powerful weapon on our side. It's, um, it's interesting what you say about the, uh, the squad being ravaged by injuries at, at, at the moment. And that's something that we are feeling as well, um, some of our probably biggest talents with uh, with Ryan Kent, Connor Goldson missing, uh, Ryan Jack, one of our uh, Scottish centre midfields, uh, currently injured as well. There's um, there's a lot of players out for both sides, so it'll be interesting, I guess, to contrast this game against the return leg in in Glasgow in a, a month or two. Um, looking then, Jan, at the the way that the season so far has has started for Sparta, obviously we'll have kept an eye on the the European game against Bromby and, and uh, a goalless draw that, that that ended up in. Um, but I think I'm right in saying you're you're sitting third in the table at the moment. Um, although again, I think uh, Slavia might have a, a game in hand and could could extend that a little bit. How do the the Sparta fans feel that the season has has started so far? The start was was good. Uh, we won. Uh, well, everything we we managed to beat Rapid Vienna in the qualifications to the Champions League, so that secured us a group stage of of Europa League, which was the goal uh, for the season. So so far so good, but then international break came in. Uh, before that, we made a draw with Bohemians, another club uh, which is in Prague. Bit unfortunate draw, but yeah, that happens. After that, uh, it was international break, and after international break, I don't really know what happened, but we just kind of. Lost the cell. We lost the the self esteem. I would say a bit, um, and um, and we we were unlucky many times, and uh, we went to Pozen, uh where we just played so awful. It was it was a horrible game. Okay, the the final score was three two for Pozen, so that doesn't maybe seem that horrible, but it could have been five zero five one six one. Like really, they had so many chances, and we just played really bad and. I would say, um, or the way I see it, I was so, you know, for Pilsen, it's like, um, it's, it's a team that currently has financial issues. 
because they didn't made it to Europe uh, for the, I think third or maybe fourth time uh, in a row, and they are fully depend almost fully dependent on the on the money coming in from from UEFA from the European competition. So they are in a very bad financial state. Uh, some say that they have money literally until end of this calendar year, and that's it. So they need to have a new owner or, or some big sponsor or whatever you. And so from, from putting all this in perspective, you know, uh, we, we said, okay, now we will finally win there. Like this is our time. Right. And we, we, we played so poorly there. And, and since then, okay, we advanced in, in a league cup and we beat uh, Slim in, in last weekend, but still the, the, the taste is, is, is not really good. And I would say it didn't help the game in, in Denmark because we, we, Okay, we, we we are a little bit better than than Brandy, and I think we should have won. There were some two huge chances that we should have scored, uh, but at the same time, after the game, when we heard um, the coach and the players, they were basically okay, not happy, but they were like, oh, okay, it's a draw for me, it's okay, and that <laughs> like. That just gives me the, the goosebumps, you know, because Sparta, uh, you know, I was born in the 80s. I remember Sparta in the 90s where we were just winning every year, almost every year, the local championships. We were in the Champions League, you know, and if we didn't get the Champions League, it was a big failure, you know. So now uh, looking at all this, we're third in the, in, the, in the league, you know, and then we made a draw and in Denmark, okay, against Danish champion, sure, but they just didn't play well. I'm sorry to say to brand defense, but they just didn't play well. And I, I hate to kind of compare these styles uh, and, 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 you know, the different country footballs, but I reckon if they would play in a Czech league, they would be like, I don't know if they would be in the middle, I would be even nicer surprise. So we should definitely won there. And the thing that we kind of take it as, ah, oh, but one point is good. And then what our coach said, and that worries me maybe the most, because he said, well, the point from away uh, might be actually good if we win against Rangers at home. So then we have four points, and it's actually not that bad. But we're, you know, we we are kind of fragile from psychological point of view. We we we, we can see the goal, and you can see the players head down, and just the mentality is not there. Uh, it's just not not well. It's not it's not right. So we basically put ourselves under pressure because now we have to win. Because if we don't win, then the point from Denmark is is just not uh, not good enough. So, yeah, yeah interesting. Um, I, I guess then that brings me to my next question, which is uh, the Sparta fans' perspective on on the group when the group was drawn, obviously with with Bromby, Rangers, and Leon, uh, and now where we are after this first round of fixtures. I mean, what is what is the aim for for Sparta? Is it to qualify out of the group? Is it to win the group? And, and how do you see that going? I would say, and this is what I really like to repeat everywhere I go, and I like to say to everyone that I that I meet, regardless of their Sparta fan, they are from Czech Republic or from anywhere else. Uh, Sparta in the Czech Republic is the biggest club, is is the oldest one with the biggest uh, number of trophies and everything. Simply the most successful club. That being said, we have to aim for the for the highest possibilities there are. Tomáš Rosický and Pavel Roba both said that they would like to play Champions League. If we want to play Champions League, obviously not right now, but maybe in a year or two, we'll see. Then we just have to aim again the highest. I respect Leon, I respect Rangers, and obviously I respect Brandy, but I see we have to have the fight for the second place. That's our goal for sure. 
And I would say, okay, I don't want to say anything. If, if you don't, if you don't end up second, and we will be third. It still means we can continue in in Europe, even though in in a conference league, uh, in in the playoffs, right? Um, but for me, it, it would be I, I would be uh, it would be like a failure to me. I, I want to I want to finish second. Yeah, I think it's it's a really interesting dynamic. Obviously, with with Sparta picking up a point in Denmark, Rangers we lost our opening game two 0 against Leon uh, at, at home in Glasgow and. Um, Leon are a good side. I mean, we possibly uh, didn't appreciate how good until we started looking ahead to the game. And we look at the, you know, international superstars that they have in their squad. I mean, that is a that is a really really strong team. So I think Rangers and and Sparta will be the two teams really vying for that that second place now. That's that seems to be the way that the the group is shaping up. Um, Ian, before I let you go, my final question. Uh, having looked at your your fixtures, I noticed that you have a, a bit of a derby coming up. Um, this this coming weekend, uh, so you'll know from from Rangers in Europe last year, Slavia Prague is is no friend of ours. Um, very very unsavoury incidents on on the field, off the field. They put us out of the Europa League last year. Um, I, I I don't know much about the dynamic of of Czech football and Prague football, but I I can't imagine they're your favourite team either. Um, is there any possibility of uh, I, I guess either the the Sparta players, the Sparta management team, having one eye on that fixture, um, or the fans wanting uh, the team to prioritise the derby at the weekend over the game against Rangers. So I guess the question is what what means more, and which is the more important tie. I would say both equally the same. Uh, like we want to be successful, and as you also mentioned, I, I think the same. As I said, I think we we will we will fight for the second place. Uh, Sparta against Rangers and also that's why this game is so important right because if you lose or if you draw we are in a big disadvantage because then we have the game in in, in Glasgow so um, it's for sure there will be no player if he's ready he's going to play for sure nobody's going to be safe because there is derby we want to win both games obviously but uh, this mentality for sure is not there and also just after that is international break so not uh, not that many players are in a nomination so they will have time to rest and stuff so yeah, it's interesting. Just so much of what you've said about the state of the squad, the mentality. We haven't started the season in the way that we finished last year. You know, last year was all conquering for us. It was um, a really incredible season, and 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 that mentality hasn't carried through to this year. There does seem to be an issue with, I don't know, motivation or belief, or uh, yeah, as you as you said, self esteem. So, um, but we would be exactly the same. You know, the, the the next game is the important game. We'll worry about the derby afterwards. Um, Jan, we've we've taken up enough of your of your time, so thank you so much for for giving us your your Wednesday evening. And I would again just urge anyone to to head over to the website at jersnet.co.uk to to read the the really articulate and, and well put together preview. Jan, uh, I, I'd like to be able to wish you luck for the game tomorrow. I, I know it means as much to you as it does to to us, but um, I can't quite bring myself to do that. But thank you again for for giving us your time and, and giving us your thoughts. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me and good luck to Rangers. I wish we win on Thursday, but for all the other games, good luck. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks, Jan. Bye-bye. Hey. Gary, uh, I'm sorry to, to keep you waiting, but that's all right. some really interesting stuff there about how um, Sparta, the, some of the things that Jan said that stuck out in the Sparta a team that would they, they, they want to score more goals than, than they concede. They're willing to concede goals if they can score more. Uh, to a degree, it sounded a bit like Ange Ball. Ange Ball. There we go. <laughs> um, but, you know, the way that their squad is also 
hampered by injuries, that they're not playing with the motivation and the self-belief that, uh, you know, there's a lot of parallels with with Rangers. What did you the make of, of Jan's comments there? Yeah, I was going to say the exact same thing. It was If you didn't know what team he was talking about, you would think it was us. Yeah, yeah even, um, you know, the most successful team, the team with the most trophies, the most historic, the best supported, yeah. It sounds uh, it sounds pretty similar, Gary. The the big news of the day is is that Connor Goldson hasn't travelled, um, and what with Philip Hollander being long term injured, uh, and Jack Simpson not being in the Euro squad, it, it once again leaves us a little bit short at the back. Um, what are our options for completing that back four? Well, I think that the, the probably the obvious option would just be for a Bassey to come into the middle. Um, I heard I was listening to Clyde one earlier, and Andy Halliday had said that. When Rangers uh, kind of discovered uh, Bassey was uh, when they played the infamous under twenty three game against Leicester, and he was playing uh, as a, a centre back at a three. Um, so he can play there. When, when we signed him, we knew that he could play there or left back. Uh, I'd be very surprised if Rangers went to a back three. I think we'll keep the same system, uh, but I think uh, considering the, the players that we've got there, that's probably the most obvious. Um, however, he may throw a wee curveball in and play play Leon King. But I'd be very surprised at that. But so I think uh, Bassi is probably the most obvious choice. And it, it is good that Balogun will be there as well. Uh, I know they're here to try and talk him through the game. Yeah, and Balogun Balogun's done well, I guess, in the clutch games and in the, in the times when it matters. And we have been hampered by injuries. I think that's when Balogun has really um, shown his 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 worth. I'm sure it was the, the old firm that we won earlier this season. He was he was phenomenal in that game. Um, but Connor Goldson not started the season overly well, as as we discussed on Sunday. But if he does drop out and, and Calvin Bassey comes in, or Leon King, Leon King, who's done well in his limited first team appearances at the end of last season, but does that chopping and changing to the back lane and losing Goldson does that make you nervous? Given what Jan said about Sparta being ultimately an attacking team, uh, it makes me nervous because I think Goldson's the the, the, the one guy that Gerard trusts. Um, he's, he's never ever dropped, but. One of the positives they are chopping and changing all the time is that all these guys have had game time. So it's, it's not like somebody's came in for the cold. Like, remember, Walter Swift used to do it. He'd bring in somebody that's never kicked a ball for six months and he would just he'd be thrown at the deep end because there was no other option. But that, that, that is one of the positives. The squad rotation, everyone's kind of fresh and, and, and knows how other people play. So almost had a kind of chance to, to play together. Yeah, that's, a, that's a, a very sort of silver lining way of looking at it, I suppose. Um, you mentioned chopping and changing, and again, we mentioned on Sunday that we've, we've still not settled upon a kind of midfield and front three option, um, whether that's through injuries or through COVID. Um, there does seem to have been quite a lot of rotation. Uh, and I think Gerard has a couple of big decisions to make tomorrow. First decision would possibly be the, the quarterback, the anchorman role. Is, for you, is this a, a Stephen Davis game or a, a John Lundstrom game? I think it'll be a Steve Davis game. I think that's why Davis didn't play on Sunday. I think we've we one eye on on this week. But uh, I still think Lundstrom will probably play maybe a bit further ahead because I'm not sure if uh, Arfield's uh, injured uh, and obviously we, we can't uh, be out. I think he will play further up. Yeah, that makes sense. And then uh, in the in the striking positions, there seems to have been a little bit of rotation or trying to fit uh, Kamal Roof and Alfredo Morelos together. Fashion Sakala, another element to, to, uh, to think about there. And then you have your um, you know, Yanis Hatches does a rebo play a little bit further forward. Does Scott Wright come in with a little bit of pace, given the comments that Yanis just had there? How would you try and piece all of that together? Well, the, when you, you gave us the agenda for the night, I wrote down a wee team and I, I picked a rebo, uh, Morelos and Roof, 
Um, especially Ruth Morelis, that's the two main guys. So, so the, the the other option will be the, the on the left side. Yeah, I think he'll go with Aribo. He, again, he seems to be a, a guy that Gerard likes for, for these, these kind of games. Mm-hmm. But in the past, he's throw curveballs. He might, he might play Brendan Barker. <laughs> Never yeah. seen him for a while, but he, he's done that in the past. But then, as you say, he might play uh, Scott Wright, but I really, really think it'll be Aribo. I think, yeah. I think it's maybe a bit too uh, early for Sakala as well. I think he's still trying to get the uh, hang of the system, but who knows? He's made surprises before in that position, but I can't see it. I think it'll be Aribo. Yeah, he has, you're right, actually. He has made surprises. I think it was the first Old Firm game of last season. He started Brandon Barker. Um, he, uh, I'm sure he played Barker in a European game. Maybe it was maybe yeah. Port, Port away, or was it uh, yeah, you might Braga, right. Braga away? Maybe I think he played, played Kent and uh, Barker. So he's been known to do it, but I don't know, maybe. Yeah, it's an interesting one, and I, I guess it comes down to you, you can trust this management team to have done their homework, right? They they know the opposition that they're facing. They'll 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 think about specific threats and how they counter that. And um, it, it could done, come down to silly things like Yanis Hadji has experience in kind of hostile Eastern European environments. Yeah, quite possibly. Quite possibly. Eastern European, but um, and also not that hostile tomorrow, given that there's uh, only ten thousand tickets have been given out to, to local school kids. So um, that's certainly not as hostile as it as it could have been. Gary, in terms of the the group, Rangers' aim is always going to be to win the group. I think having seen us up against Leon a couple of weeks ago, probably all accept that that's that's a really difficult task now, unless some you know they they fall apart. Um, what's your outlook on on the group in terms of if if the goal is to qualify? Um, how important is is the result tomorrow in the context of the overall group? Well, I think it's starting for, for, for Leon last week. I read somewhere that they were actually second favourites for the, the whole tournament at this point before the, the Champions League teams drop in. So it's maybe a good thing that we played them first and we're playing them last. So you're hoping that second place will be tied up before we can we need to go away from home to get a result. Um, I, I think, as uh, Alex Ferguson always said, kind of nine points you're looking for for your group to to, to half a chance. Um, so I think we're going to take something tomorrow. I don't, it's not quite a must win. But I think certainly a point uh, is a must, uh, even just to keep kind of tight to the uh, to Prague and also Bronby around about us, because you'd expect Leon to beat them. So I can, as long as we're kind of there or thereabouts, and then but we need to win our home games, definitely win our home games. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think tomorrow's probably a good barometer or a good litmus test as to how do we actually compare against these clubs. Um, you know, Sparta, you know, I remember growing up, Sparta was a huge name in European football. Okay, and we've fallen away a wee bit in the last few years, but um, a really a really stiff, stiff challenge. I, I guess the final question for you, Gary, is how confident are you? It comes back to what I've said previously. It's down to us. I know we can play better and we've not been doing it. If we show up and play like we have in the past against like Porto, Feyenoord, can countless teams Benfica, Braga. If we play like that, can it's even away from home? Remember, we played Spartak Moscow and should have won. Young boys, we should have won. If we can play like that away from home, there's no reason we can't win. But at the same time, we need to be wary because we got put out for a team for Prague last year, who mm-hmm. were a really good team. Um, also, Sparta Prague, uh, their reserve team scudded Celtic, who at that point had won 11 trophies on the bounce. So it's certainly not a team we should take lightly. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It's you, you look back at our last four seasons of Europe and some of the away days that, that we've had. I mean, 
going right back to getting a point out in Villarreal through to yeah the away days in Porto. One of my favourite ones was was Mitchelland or um, Willem Willem Tway out in in Holland. We've had some phenomenal results. Braga phenomenal results on the road. So yeah, I think given the start of the season that we've had, the performances we've put in, the disappointment uh, against Molde against uh, Malmo, sorry. Um, it feels like tomorrow could be a real important kind of kickstart to the season if uh, if we manage to pull out one of those performances. Uh, that kind of, I think, wraps things up for us tonight. Um, uh, the only thing that I'd repeat is please do, if you haven't done so already, please do head over to the website at www.gersnet.co.uk and have a look at the, the, the really excellent and articulate match preview that, that Jan, who was on the podcast earlier, has has contributed there. It's, it's well worth your time having a, a wee read of that. A massive thank you, of course, to, to Gary for giving up his Wednesday evening and to everyone who's who's joined us on the YouTube stream or who then downloads the show afterwards. It is always much appreciated. The show will, of course, be back on Sunday. I'll be hosting that again. We'll be looking back at the Sparta game, uh, but also then looking ahead, uh, looking back, I should say, uh, on the Rangers versus Hibs game that's taking place on Sunday afternoon. So please do join us for that. That's uh, Sunday 9pm on the Jersnet YouTube channel or as always available for download the Monday morning wherever you get your podcast from. Until then, I really do hope you enjoy the game tomorrow and have a great second half of your week.